Blog Talk Radio. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Your end time watchman. Bringing you light in a dark world. Where truth is rivaled with a lie. And the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hello, welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, and we are going to be playing a recording from a radio show I was on. Um, I was invited to come on to Freedom uh, Radio, Freedom Faction Radio, excuse me, I was looking at some Freedom Faction Radio, and I really appreciate them um, having me on. We were talking about America and um, Bible prophecy, and uh, it, it turned out to be a great show. So I'll uh, just sit back and relax and listen to this show. I just wanted to point out a few things before I um, play this clip. Uh, we are on the uh, last weeks of time, and I'm being dogmatic. Uh, it could be uh, another 12 weeks. Um, it could be another um you know, 36 weeks, it can be 42 weeks. But here's what I want y'all to think about, uh, is that when you read Daniel chapter 9, Jesus pointed out Daniel chapter 9 in uh, Matthew 24 when he said, when you see abomination that causes desolation. So you know he's given Daniel uh, his... And when Daniel talks about... Uh, 70 weeks are determined for thy people. Uh, the 70 weeks uh, are divided up into uh, over a course of maybe you know, three, 4,000 years. However, when the Messiah was cut off, the Bible talks about in Daniel 9:24 to 27, the Messiah will be cut off after 62 weeks. Uh, there was a remaining seven weeks. So remember, it's, it's, it's the remaining seven weeks, which will make it 69 weeks. And then there's a the remaining one week, which will make it seven years. So uh, we uh, can time the events of the Bible by doing careful examination. The Bible says to study to show thyself approved and work for the need to not be ashamed of rightly dividing the word of truth. Um, Hosea uh, chapter 6 verse 4 talks about uh, 
After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up to be in his sight. Now, day to the Lord is a thousand years of a thousand years of a day, talked about in Second Peter. So, um, when we look at the Bible prophecy, God has it that the 144,000 Jews that will be here in the tribulation period will be able to point out, along with the two witnesses, of course, two witnesses will be instructing the 144,000 Jews and say, this is the time that we were that, that was written in, in the Bible oh, a long time ago. So we have to think about those things, too. But I'm going to go ahead and play the first clip. In the first clip, um, part one, and we're going to be talking about America and the church and things like that, and then we're going to go into um, part two if we still have time. Welcome to Staples. Hi, Staples guy. I need to get my kids ready for back to school. Well, Staples has everything they need at low prices, like comp books for just 50 cents, so they'll be 110% ready. Wait, that's 10% more ready than totally ready. Yep. That extra 10% evens it all out. Sorry? Well, I'm usually 10 minutes late getting them to school, so. Uh, that doesn't even it out. Yeah, sure it does. Make low prices happen. Make 110% ready happen. Staples, make more happen. Right now, Staples 16 gigabyte flash drives are just $5.99. Offer valid while supplies last. Limit five per customer ends 8 15 15. A Ten Commandments monument at the Oklahoma State Capitol must go. Its Supreme Court reaffirmed a previous ruling Monday and denied a rehearing requested by the state's attorney general. The court had found previously that the monument is a religious symbol and ordered it removed because it violates the state's constitutional ban on using public property to benefit a religion. In this latest decision, the Chief Justice said arguments on behalf of the Oklahoma Capital Preservation Commission did not merit a rehearing in the case. All right, guys, how's it going? This is Noisera, and I actually have a very special guest with me today. His name is Phil Armstrong. How's it going, Phil? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well. A quick intro about Phil real quick is he comes from a Christian biblical perspective, and Phil is considered a watchman on the wall as he sees prophecy unfolding all around us. He's hosted the Prophecy Zone radio show since 2009 with the express intent of delivering the gospel to anyone that would listen. I reached out to him with the idea of getting an in-depth view of what someone with his perspective would think of headlines and other things happening in the world. With that being said, how are you, Phil? Pretty good, man. I'm blessed, blessed, man. If you uh, if you don't mind, would you uh, care to explain to the to the audience a little bit about your organization? Well, it's um, like you said, it's based on uh, Christian principles, the Bible, uh, the Word of God, and uh, my uh, goal was to uh, do what God told me to do, which was to talk about the end times, warn people, be a watchman on the wall. I had a dream back in 1994, and at that time I was uh, pounding down diet soda, diet Pepsi, diet Coke, whatever I could get my hands on. And that was um, filled with aspartame, as people know by now. And it was causing me to have sleep apnea because the minute I I stopped drinking, the sleep apnea left. But anyway, um, I had this dream. And I had an episode of sleep apnea, you know, slow down breathing. And the dream was so weird. I mean, it was just like it was I was shaking violently in the dream. 
a rock came down and smote the image. I could just see a rock, and I could see a, a some type of an image being blown up. Anyway, later mm-hmm. on that year, in '94, I joined Job Corps, and and uh, I was, you know, asking God, you know, what does that dream mean? And, and He's telling me climax, meaning, you know, the end. So you'd be here with the end. You know, you'd be here preaching the gospel at the end. So that was 20 years exactly from two, um, from 2014, and um, I'll talk a little bit about me the cycle stuff a little bit, uh, if you don't mind. But um, uh, I was yeah, I, de- was actually, I, I was definitely having a question about what you would think about Smita, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah so yeah, '94 was a Smita year, and I had that dream. So I, you know, um, after that I, you know, started looking into. Um, prophecy and stuff like that. But before the Internet even came, really got close to us, uh, I, I was messing around with Properly Science magazine, and this guy had some um, cassette tapes. He says, uh, learn to broadcast from your own home. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. sweet. So I got these tapes, and, you know, lo and behold, I ended up, you know, joining the Army at the Job Corps. And those tapes, bro, stuck with me all the way up to about, 2004, 2005, and I never forgot those tapes. So when I when I first heard of you know when I got the move to um, Spokane, Washington, I heard of um, you know Blog Talk Radio and all these other evidence. I found found me a radio program, and you know and and I I remember I said thinking of a name for it, and I was just like, man, a name? What's a good name? So I thought about Twilight Zone. You know, and all of a sudden, out there, prophecy zone, and I said, oh, "Wow, that's, that's a good catch to it." So I just it went ahead and stuck with that. Yeah, I went ahead and stuck with that for a while. But um, my first perspective was to come out and, and talk about the weird things of, of Bible prophecy and stuff like that. But then God started touching my heart to just keep it basic, you know. <laughs> and even to this day, he's he's even telling me to even keep it more basic. So yeah, I'm, it's I'm, hard. Uh, it's definitely hard. Yeah, but it's hard. I'm, I'm glad it's you're hard. right. But yeah, so stick with the word of God and and go from there. But yeah, that's how I came up with you know that's how God had to come up with prophecies on in the organization that we we're going. But we're trying to spread it now. I'm trying to spread it now more or less by um, any vehicle I can find that's legit. You know, um, bar mm-hmm. talk, speaker. YouTube, YouTube is a great thing if you just hang in there and keep going. You know, I've seen some people who got 71 views and they're just faithful for the God, you know, for each video. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then I see people with 500 views and they're just faithful for the God. And I see people with thousands. And it, it's not about a view anymore. It's about a person. If you just met one person on the, on the, on the subway and, and you had a premonition that y'all was going to die, with your focus be on that one person, and I and I think that's the way you should look at it. It's just that one person, one person at a time, with a bigger, with a big vision of reaching the world. It's kind, of, it sounds kind of weird, weird, but you know, a big vision. No, it, you it, know, it, it know, makes what, perfect what, sense. Yeah. Yep. So, if you don't mind me asking, uh, would you consider would you consider what you're doing a, a web show ministry or a, or a, a broadcast ministry? Yeah, you know what, man. At first, I, I looked at it as, you know, I just want to talk to people because what happened was when I joined the army, I ended up in Hawaii, and um, I and I was going to a church called Potter's House, a Christian fellowship. So, <clears throat> what what happened was, 
I started, I was in the Bible prophecy then, you know, Y2K and all that stuff. So, <laughs> but anyway. All kinds um, of crazy stuff happening. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, you know, I was witnessing people on the street, you know, if you had a daughter night, where would you go? I mean, you know, stuff like that, and my unit and everything. So by the time I got to, you know, starting this ministry, starting this, I didn't look at it as a ministry. I just looked at it as like those videos, those audio tapes that I, that I got from the mail as broadcast from home. Yeah, you know, and and it, of course it was evangelistical broadcast from home, but I didn't look at it as you know a ministry. I don't even slap it. If you notice that you don't see any name in front of my, it's nothing wrong with it. You know, pastor, yeah. evangelist. I don't have. I just say brother Armstrong. But you know, eventually, you know, I call myself an evangelist. But you know, I, it seems you know, like it's just. Still, it seems, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah, the, the, you know, to answer your question, yeah, um, I, yeah, I see it as now I see it as a um, as a um, media ministry. I definitely say I could definitely say you reached it. I listened to a few episodes, and I can I, I definitely feel the power. That's for sure. Yeah, but you know what, bro? I'm a terrible interviewer. <laughs> I am. you say that if you if you if, because here here's some reason why I say that. I don't. I, I, I'm starting to now. I'm sorry. Matter of fact, when when before the show, I, I wrote down some um, my own notes. And the reason why I say I'm a terrible interviewer because I think I can go into the interview with without a lot of prayer. Number one, and then I think I can go into an interview with a lot of preparation without any preparation. And yeah, I got three, four hundred some shows. But was I prepared to do it? And like I, I like how you did, how how you even did this show. You're like in constant contact with me, and I don't do that, you know. And I learned from <laughs> you right now. I'm serious, man. I'm like, I, man. Wait, we can learn together. We can definitely learn this together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm working then, on my interview, and I'm working on it. Well, you know, that's that's what we're here for. We're here to learn something from each other, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So then let's jump right into it if you don't mind. Um yeah, go for it. What do you think of, what do you think about the state of uh the state of the church in America right now? Um well, I started off in the Baptist church and um and you know, back in the 80s and my church at that point was every, everything was in a closet. Mm-hmm. Um Meaning people were, you know, um, doing drugs and drinking and, you know, and sleeping with their boyfriend and how quiet they were at their gay and, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And and people were in the closet. So by the 90s and the 2000s, people started coming out of the closet or getting caught. But... Yep. What ha- what happened was we hit a paradigm shift, and you don't probably think I'm crazy. This is another Y2K theory of mine, which I actually think. <laughs> in, in 2011, we welcome crazy over here. <laughs> 2011, we had some witch doctors go across the United States from one point to the other, from some Washington, Spokane, from from Washington to Maine to Florida to California. And they went and they intertwined, they intersected in the middle of the United States, and they were chanting. 
And ever since then, the, the next month, if I'm not mistaken, maybe the next probably the next year, January, this guy is in Florida eating somebody in the street, and the police were catching him. And that that was the time people Whoa. started eating people. And 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 then I was saying to my wife, I was saying, you know what? Something just happened when these guys, because I kept my eye on that that time where those people were going across the, you know, the United States channel, and and the world just went, it, it stepped up another notch of evil, and and morality. I agree. So going back to going back to your original question, uh, the state of the church, immorality wise, is come is coming with with the advancement of a civilization, meaning like. You can have HBO, but when in, in the 80s you had on TV. I don't know if you ever heard of on TV. That's my dad built his own box, and it's a cable mm-hmm. box. He built it from scratch. And yeah, I was a little pervert then, so I would watch these ladies at midnight. These people having sex at midnight at 13, 14 years old. So, you know, that ended up hanging with me for the whole entire duration until the Lord freed me. Now, when you have a civilization who have every time you turn on the TV, there's a beer commercial, an alcohol commercial. Every time you turn on the TV, there's a, a, a talk show where the people are barely beating the heck out of each other or a, a program called Empire where you got two black ladies beating the crap out of each other. I mean, mm-hmm. or you got soap operas where, you know, um, I'm going with your husband. What are you going to do about it? You know that type of thing. Then, so what I'm the the more you the more you advance as a civilization, the worse you're going to get. So the state of the church is this: not only is if it if it's um, morality is 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 destroying society, but false doctrine and false preaching is not helping in the cause of um, reviving or even saving anybody because. Once you start telling somebody that all you know you you're saved by grace and everything everything's good, I mean everything's on, everything everything you can do anything you want as long as you're going to say the sinner's prayer. Then everybody the the society's just going to get worse, churches is going to get worse. So we got a lot of preachers just not preaching the true gospel. Agree. So yeah, the 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 church state of the church is in one word apostate. I agree. I definitely agree. It would, so you're saying, if, if, if I'm hearing this right, the reflection of the state of America is showing that there's a non-existent church. With with the way that we've advanced as a as a nation, they've somehow forgotten God. Is, yeah. Is, well, uh, accurate. Well, the the question you asked me was about what do I think. Uh, maybe I didn't let you. Maybe I didn't hear the whole question because I was just channeling in on the church. So I thought that was the question. Mm-hmm. I don't even have my questions up on the screen because my God, I actually pushed the button. Here's Santa. But anyway, my bad. <laughs> um, um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, where to begin on the effects of the church on the uh, on America. It's just, I mean, we need a strong church, and then when the church loses its light and loses its thought, um, it affects the country in general. So. Yeah, when you take prayer out of school, then you, and and then and the see as far as the church is concerned, if nobody's speaking up about the issues like abortion, or like even the thing that just happened, you know, gay gay uh, marriage, then um, 
you know, we're, 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 the, the church is not speaking up. What else is next? Exactly. It seems like there's a loss of righteousness amongst people. Like, they, they, we obviously know it's right, but because we're trying to fit into this, I guess, box of what we would call progress, we don't really stand up for what we, we, we in our hearts, know is righteousness. I'm not saying yeah. that there's anything necessarily wrong with homosexuality, but, yeah. you know, that's, that, that it's not, it's, it's, that it's, it's not right, you know? Yeah. And people need to stand up and speak, speak the truth about things like that. But I think we, we've lost that, that willpower and that faith and belief in standing up for the right thing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, on to another question. Would you agree that there are some prophecies that have unfolded, and which ones would you say have happened here in America? Like I said before, um, 2 Timothy um, 3 gives you a whole list of uh, of a culture that's in decline, especially in the church. And people don't realize that it's actually talking just as much about the church than it is the world. And um, if I can say so, um, mm-hmm. where um, you have disrespect to parents was one thing um, that caught my eye. And the, one of the commandments is to honor thy mother and father. And, yes. Um, and uh, a lot of times, um, well, it says in, uh, I think, uh, 1 John 2.15, it says, Love not the world and the things in the world. And then a little bit later it says the pride of life. The pride of life, sometimes people can have pride for no reason other than, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just me. I'm just me. you got to listen to me. Well, if you continue to read 2 Timothy 3, it has this big long list, and then it says, Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. So if you have a form of godliness, you go to church, you go through the numbers. Oh, I go to church. I'm just, you know, I'm a Christian. I wear it on my shirt. You know, I'm just, you know, love God. But in action, he says they they speak of me, but their hearts are far from me. So um, we get a uh, we get a we get a church that's just. I mean, we get a civilization that's just far from God at that point when we get a man. But it seems like people want to try to supplement God. They want to, they want to, like you said, act godly, but at the same time, they don't want to have the discipline and, and a drive to be righteous or to be or to follow in the Word of God. They want to, they want to act as if they have a form of Christianity, like they go to church, they carry around crosses, and even sometimes reference to the Bible. But then, like you said, they turn around, they pop a bottle, they start smoking, they start doing drugs, they start carrying on, and then, you know they completely forget where it is that they're supposed to be. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's that loss of morality, you know? It's that yeah, well, critical what, mindset. Well, that's what the Bible says. It says that they look, they observe themselves in the mirror and immediately forget what they look like. I was, um, I, you know, I, I uh, continued drinking uh, last couple of years, not now, not recently, but the last couple of years, and, my fight was, can a Christian drink? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much to say that they can't. They, they can, because the Bible never says thou should not drink. But it, it talks about, it kind of it mocks alcohol. 
it kind of says that it's kind of like, you know, this is my own interpretation. This is my own um, example. But it's like a snowball going up, going down the hill and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. When I was to drink, I used to, you know, drink a six-pack or a 12-pack, and I'm ready to go back to the store. And who cares if the, if, if the weather was terrible? I mean, who cares? I just wanted to go back to the store and give me another beer or give me another whatever I was drinking. So, you know, God, you know, freed me from the bondage. If it's who the son says free is free indeed, I was freed from God, you know, by God. And, um, you know, um, so, yeah, immorality. I'm, I, I kind of got off, the, off, off, off track, but I can't say it enough that immorality is one thing. Uh, as far as this country is concerned, uh, we were a Christian nation and we've been once before and we, we, we're we not anymore as far as what, what I see. And, um, you know, we, we, we were the biggest preachers and evangelists of the, of the gospel for a long time and now we don't do it. So, and also, um, I believe that America was the most prosperous nation in the world, and when you turn your back toward from America uh, from from God, America turned their back from God. You you start to see it, and like in the, making a bad decision for Roe versus Wade, which is uh, abortion. And I agree. To ab- abort the baby, when you become uh, when you come to a point where well, you don't know what you're arguing about. As far as the, if the baby is a fetus or the baby, why would you throw a baby shower? Because a lot of ladies throw a baby shower early on for their baby, you know, even if they just got pregnant. It's just, oh, I'm just one or two months pregnant. They want to make sure there's not going to be a miscarriage. But, mm-hmm. they, you know, they have a baby shower three months, four months into the pregnancy. And I, and I used to say this a long time ago, even before I got saved, why would you have a baby shower for something that's a fetus, for, for which I'll fit some tissue? I don't get that. I never got that. And mm-hmm. um, you celebrate the, the baby's birth. Yeah, celebrate the baby's birth. And that was another thing. And then, um, of course, homosexual marriage. I mean, uh, uh, marriage supposed to be between them, uh, a man and a wife. So, you know, my, I, I'm not going to say it loud because my, my relatives might be watching, uh, listening to this, but I got some relatives that, one, one of my relatives, I'm not so sure if he's gay or not, but uh, I, I got relatives that were gay and friends that were gay, next door neighbors that were gay, but I never go around saying I hate gay people. But mm-hmm. I do I do um, feel bad for them just as much as I feel bad for somebody shocking up with their boyfriend or girlfriend or someone that's, exactly. you know, alcoholic that can't stop drinking. I feel bad for them, and, and we need to pray for them. But America, to answer your question um, deeply, is uh, that have turned their back against God. And so, yeah, I think so, a lot. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I think so a lot of that stated. ties into. Sorry, <laughs> you, go ahead. Sorry about that. No, yeah, that's the state of America right now. I think a lot of that ties into. I, I think it's very coincidental, synchronistic, or whatever you want to call it. I think it ties into whenever they tore down Ten Commandments in Oklahoma, and then mm-hmm. they raised up the Detroit. Satanic temple. I, I feel like that, if anything, if not the legalization of gay marriage, was the 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 anchor to what we're starting to witness now. This like full blown assault against Christianity and morality and righteousness. 
Well, I saw, um, well, I know I'm from Michigan. I'm from Pontiac, Michigan. That's 45 minutes away from Detroit. Um, Dearborn, Michigan is the capital of Islam and, and, and this nation. And I'm not trying to be funny here or nothing like that, and this is my speculation. But I've seen an uh, article that said that Detroit was on its way up and Chicago was on its way down. So here's a thought. If the leaders of Detroit or some individual group in Detroit, businessmen or mayors or whatever, find a pact with the devil, then your state, your, your, state your, um, your, your city starts to go back up again because Chicago, in no way, in my opinion, was the head down. But uh, Chicago is having war on their own street. So mm-hmm. um, that's one way you can look at it. And another way you can look at it is that, and this, I mean, bro, I'm telling you, I didn't, you know, when I first started studying Bible prophecy, I was like, how can the world, you know, Revelation chapter 13, how could the world re- worship Satan? And I would say I that. Know. I would say that, I mean, for off and on, I would say that since 1994. How could the world worship Satan? Then when I start seeing and I start paying attention and I start opening my eyes and I'm watching various movies like Avengers and I'm watching, now I don't watch that many movies, so to get me to watch one movie is bad enough, but it's good enough. But um, I um, I work with these kids, so I, I sometimes peek and take a peek at some of these movies. And, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like, yeah, it seems to me like we are taking some type of, convergence between Satanism and the Islam. And, I, I mean, somebody, somebody, please wake me up here, but I know for a fact that Islam has been the focus of a lot of news uh, media for the last, since 9-11. And so now Satanism, Satanism is starting to pick up. And if Satan, if this this statue is just a, it's it's telling you where we're going. When the media starts to say, "Oh my God, we're we're you know we're in Detroit and we're going to have this," and then they got the nurse to hide it, then they changed. They did it pretty slick. They did, you know, they want they had it in one area. Say, okay, the Satan Temple revealing of the statue is going to be at this address, and then later on it's like, no, psych, we're going to take it to this address, and then it's. You know, it's worldwide. Everybody's paying attention to this thing. This is a part of PSYOPs. This is a part of mind mm-hmm. control when they're trying to bring in satanic worship. And now we know Hollywood, you can look at Chris Chris Brown, and he's like, oh, man, I need God. Now, he knows he, knows he needs God, but what God is he going to go with? C.D. Jake's God or a the true biblical God? And, uh, he's going to go by the industry's God. Yeah, the industry's God. Now he he just made a pack. He just said, uh, you know, I want out of this satanic stuff. Now ask Whitney Houston and ask her daughter. And remember, her daughter was supposed to die before her because they they were wrestling. She got away from them. I don't know how she got away. She took off down wherever she was. She got away from them. So she ended up being second. Whitney's supposed to be just dying now. That's just my opinion. <clears throat> and, and and this this industry. This industry is celebrated by the music industry, hip-hop, whatever rock, uh, whatever you want to say, uh, R&B is controlled by the Satanistic individual, you know, people who worship Satan. And our country is now ran by people who worship Satan. Don't let them fool you and say, oh, I'm, I'm pro-Islam. No, you're not. You're oh, no. Satan. 
you, you just ain't came out yet. Just like in the closet, mm-hmm. just like other other you know groups are in the closet sometimes for the last fifty some years. You're a satanic worshiper, and some people will say, "Well, how do you know that?" I just study it. I mean, I can you know you can see it if you just open your eyes. These people worship Satan. You know, and there's a lot of clues. Yeah, there's a lot of clues in our movies and our and our and our um. You know, in our building designs, I'm going down the street. Why would I mean? I know this is kind of like it's it's like so intertwined inside of us. It's like drinking water. But when you're driving down the street, and I wake up one day and say, "Wow, why does Walmart have a pyramid on top of it?" And then you don't really pay attention because it's Walmart. It's a new design. It's the way we design things now. Why? Why is the movie theaters all of got pyramids? I mean, if you, I mean, and it's kind of ridiculous to kind of think about that stuff because we we're so used to seeing it. But no, no, you're right. in general, yeah, in general, our whole society. I mean, if you just listen to some of the famous quotes of of politicians and preachers and 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 Hollywood movie stars, I mean, like the 20, like the Twenty Seven Club. I mean, how in the heck are you going to have so many people die at Twenty Seven? Janis Joplin. You know, the Doors guy, the guy from the Doors, Jimi Hendrix, all these guys. I don't know about Jimi Hendrix, but all these guys died 27. How do you get that to work out? It's beyond me. Or how do you get these guys, the people that die on the 26th of the month? Or is it the 26th? It's orchestrated. Yeah, it's orchestrated. Like, even Whitney Houston's daughter died at 26. I mean, come on, man. You could have died at any other day between the then and the time you got found, and you died on 26. Help me out. Yeah. Whitney Houston was on. She, she. I was confused on how, why they didn't kill her on that day. But all that stuff is rituals, man. Rituals. You're gonna find your Whitney Houston face down, and then you're gonna find her daughter face down. That's why Agreed. Tupac. Tupac. I mean, if you listen to Tupac and he's rapping and he's telling you about the industry, or you listen to Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, he's like, man, it's, it's well, that's crazy. why he went to Africa. Kill. Go ahead, that's because he knew they were trying to get him. That's why he went to Africa. Yeah. Or, or Britney like, Spears cutting all, cutting all her hair off. Talking about how she has a chip in her head and she needs to get it out. There's all <laughs> kinds of different programming that just, like, breaks up. And then we see those yeah. bits and pieces. Like, like even whenever Martin, Dave Chappelle talked about it, whenever Martin yeah. was in, uh-huh. in the middle of Hollywood screaming around, waving a gun, saying, they're trying to kill yeah. me. Yeah. He's talking about the yep. industry because if you don't follow the lines, they will, mm-hmm, they will get you. I mean, it, yeah. it's like... One of the things that I think kind of just slipped the radar that people didn't check out is Obama did not uh, swear on the Bible. He swore on the yeah. Quran. Yeah. All right. Amen. And people yeah. keep thinking he's a, he swore on the Bible upholding Christian views. That's definitely not the case. He's definitely sworn on the Quran, and even his, his vice president, Joe Biden, was saying how Christians violate gay rights by even existing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These types exactly. of things are happening, and, and people just seem to mm, just kind of skirt it off and say, there's no Satanism happening here in America. There's no connection between Satanism, Islam, and all these deaths, craziness that we're seeing here. People just want to keep thinking, oh, it's fine. And, and those are, like you said, the, the connections that are standing out. The con- yeah. What did you say, the conversion between Islam and Satanism? Yeah. It's just quiet. I mean, nobody's going to figure it out. But if you study the, if you study, uh, if you study what Islam says about the Mahdi, the world leader that they say will come and save the earth, and you study what they say about their own Mahdi, he converges with 
the Antichrist of the Bible, which we say he's evil, they say their Mahdi is good. So it would be a world empire, but hold on for a second. What does what is, what is Islam really stand for? Now, what can mm-hmm. happen, though, is Islam can be what it says it is, but the Antichrist or the Satan himself usurps the Islamic faith for his own. I don't know. I mean, the Bible hasn't said anything about that, that the Antichrist will come to rule a world empire. And speaking of that, um, I don't, I, um, the next, well, I guess we can talk about Babylon, but um, you, you, we can go keep going, man, because this is getting good. I like the flow of it. Uh, no, go ahead. I'm, that was definitely one of my next questions. It's just like, with all this going on, would you say Islam is kind of like the, the front group for what we what we could term as as, as modern day Satanism, and do you think it's because we're taking on characteristics like the whore Babylon that we're seeing all this chaos unfold? Yeah, see, I don't know what 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 is the Babylon of the Bible. I'm thinking it's it's either Jerusalem or Rome in the Bible itself, but it's an ideology. Babylon's an ideology. So the nature of Babylon, the worship of, of gods, of different types of gods, the worship of, you know, pagan um, things, is, 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 it's almost been embedded in our culture early on. But now it's going to get worse. And it's a worldwide thing. So, I, 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 so when somebody says that America is Babylon, yeah, they're right. When they say Greece is Babylon, they, you're, you're right. When you say Africa is Babylon, yeah, you're right because it's an ideology. It's not a place. Um, but there will be a new Babylon, which I think it is Jerusalem. It could be in somewhere in Iraq. It could be somewhere, whether it be the capital, the Antichrist's capital. But when I say Babylon, I'm talking about the United States. The United States are trying, I mean, for instance, when we watch movies about, and I hate to go back to Hollywood, but when we watch movies about Zeus and all of these things, of course, it's a Greek pagan god, but remember, um, uh, the statue in Daniel chapter two was 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 Babylon and then Media Persia and then Greece and then Rome and then even before Babylon it was um, it was uh, Assyria and it was in Egypt. So these great empires have um, had. So technically, Egypt was a big occultic, you know, um, state. And then it, it, intertwining all the way through history, we have what we have now, which is uh, paganism. So paganism, to me, could be just as evil as witchcraft, which is spreading witchcraft, which is selfishness. You can be selfish, and, 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 and you can have a kid who manipulates you to buy him a sucker, which is witchcraft. Or you can go mm-hmm. as deep as, as um, you know, coming up with, with Anything that's against God, for instance, reincarnation or, you know, uh, evolution or the Big Bang Theory, um, it, it becomes a pagan society. Therefore, to me, Babylon is pagan. I mean, so when some people say, well, I don't understand Babylon, I can tell you this. It's a, it's a pagan society. It can be anywhere in the world. It's, that's why when it says that the, the, the kings and the, and the captains of industry and all these people sit out in the boat on the ships, and they they looking, they're crying because of the destruction of Babylon. Babylon can be, you can be in the Pacific Ocean and see Babylon. You can be in the Atlantic, and you can see Babylon. 
mean, mm-hmm. you could be anywhere and see Babylon. You can be in the doggone Mexican Ocean, um, the, the the Gulf of Mexico, and see. Uh, uh, hold on for a second. Oh, take your time. They actually, my kids are actually good for the most part, but they were over there having a good time. I had to go <laughs> shut them up for a second. But anyway. Um, so, okay, they yeah, did good Babylon, for this stretch so far. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Antichrist will be, um, uh, he will be an Assyrian, which is spoken of in Micah and Ezekiel. And the Bible talks about him being an Assyrian. So he will take over a empire that will be the same as the old Roman Empire. And in uh, 2008, Nikolai Sarkozy formed the what is known as the Mediterranean Union. So the, when the Empire stands up, at the time of that, the end, when the church is gone, this Empire will come and it would have characteristics of the old Roman Empire, which also had characteristics of Babylon because it was pagan. Remember the unknown God was sitting out and, and uh, Paul called it, it's a God with no name. It was just God. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were so bad they had pagan, they had gods for everything. And that's exactly me, what we're going to have pretty soon. It's a God for that. But it, it eventually amounts to one God, which is the Antichrist, and he's like, worship me or you die. Well, I, you know, it, it always it always going to consummate to human human efforts and human, um, you know, uh, when a human takes power and he takes control of everything, he's going to eventually deify himself. As and the Bible says that he should he shall exalt himself above all gods and everything that is called God. Because mm-hmm. remember what I just said, the, the organization starts off pagan. Which I mean, you get this union that rises up and it takes over the whole world. The whole world's going to be pagan, but eventually it's going to result to um, the Antichrist saying, "I'm the only God. Those gods don't listen to those gods." And and it's going to be even prior prior to that, he's going to be telling them, "You're little gods. I'm a big god. So I'm the god, and you're, I'm your god. Worship me, though. So you come at my feet and you worship me." Don't worry about all the other pagan gods because you're a god. You ain't supposed to be worshiping no other god. And then after that, he eliminates even worshiping other gods. Worship your god. Now, now you're little gods. You worship yourself. But then, oh, by the way, I'm a big god, so you worship me and take my mark. So, yeah, yep. I mean, yeah, I mean that's exactly, I mean, that's, Babylon is, is everywhere. So if anybody says, well, America is Babylon the great, well, why would you want to put your your country on life support system just to find out that, you know, they're Babylon? And just let them be America. America's a great empire. Let it, let America die as America. Don't make it Babylon. Let it die as America. Okay. Yeah. If you, but don't, don't so let it would you die say, You know what I mean. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm a proud patriot. I believe in America. I believe in what, yeah. what was founded, what the America was founded on, the principles and everything. I'm a proud American. Yep. I just Amen. think we've lost our way. Yeah. Would you say that because of this paradigm shift, like you mentioned earlier, uh, that because we're in this quote-unquote new age, people kind of feel like they can 
they can they can play wishy washy with God. They can dip in and out and, and take the parts that they want. You know, it's like you said earlier with with uh, with the with the big God with the capital G and then the little God with the with the lowercase G. I think all of these these little gods are going to have chaos amongst them. But while the big God, the one that they give their power to, the Antichrist, he's going to be putting them in line. So to bring it back to point, would you say that this new age somewhat blurs our uh, understanding of God? Uh, well, the whole culture does that because, um, well, the Bible talks about my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and that's in Hosea 6-4. And mm-hmm. um, lack of knowledge is also distorted knowledge. So when you're, uh, when you're the church and you have uh, paganism coming into the church uh, by someone sneaking in to bring in the heresies, people are starting to believe this. Like, for instance... I won't mention any names. I'm pretty sure most of y'all know who it is. But this individual comes and says, well, it's the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and the mother. And and it's, and it's in grace, mother grace. Now, if that's not pegging just off the surface, you don't even barely have to do any research. But I beg you to do research. But when you start saying, you know, mother grace, I mean, come on, man. You automatically the red flag. No. But see, the church... It's so, so it's, it's been copying it, you know, trying to plagiarize yeah. the Bible. Yeah. So the church is so, it's been so lured to sleep. They didn't just get put to sleep in one day. They, we got lured to sleep with, you know, just a little poison. If you put enough, if you put just a little bit of poison into a cake or some type of food and feed somebody this stuff every day, eventually they're going to die. You don't have to come shoot mm-hmm. them in the head, you know. And, um, and you see, the culture is, is already antagonized, went into, a, went into the churches, and, um, you know, the churches are coming to the world to be closer to the world, not to just evangelize it. We want to, uh, we want to be seeker-sensitive. We want to go and, and let the world know that we, we care about your 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 ways and your things. So we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna have dancing and and music and R and B music, and we're gonna have the lady doing the the twerk in the in the church, and we're gonna have, you know, different types of dances with tight pants on, and we're gonna bring rock music, not just Christian rock, but rock music into the church. We're gonna bring all this stuff into the church because we're trying to bring people in. But what they're doing is they're not being faithful to the word of God. They're not they're not preaching the the the, the counsel of God from from A to Z, from Genesis to Revelation. They they don't care. They really bring in a piece people because they know that they're going to make more money. Church, if you have mm-hmm. ten thousand members or five thousand members or even five hundred members. You 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 have you got a resource because this is not just they're not just buying your book for ten dollars they are paying ten percent out of their wallet so mm-hmm. that's a big thing man that's a big thing so you're making money 
The Bible talks about merchandising. It says, and they would try to merchandise you, and that's in Peter. Uh, and, and merchandise means they're going to try to make money. They're going to try to make products. I was watching, and I love Jim Baker. Don't get me wrong. I watch Jim Baker. All, you probably want to slap me because I watch Jim Baker all the time because we don't want to say you probably want to slap me because I disagree with a lot of stuff he says, and I still watch it. Why do I do mm-hmm. that? Because, because it's not a threat. It's not a, to the basic tenets of Christianity. But anyway, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to criticize Jim Baker. And then you probably say, doctor, doctor, my arm hurts when I do like that. Don't do like that. Then. Don't watch the show if you don't like it. But anyway, look, mm-hmm. he, I'm listening to this guy, and he's talking about, well, buy, buy the food because the end of the world is coming, you know, and, and I agree with everything he said. September 15th. You know, if you're not going to have food, you're going to, what happens if you have food? You know, and I'm a pre-trip person. I, I believe in the rapture happened before. And he's correct. I mean, I am gonna, I'm buying food right now. But my point is this. I'm listening to this guy's show, and I can't recall the last time he gave somebody a, 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 um, a call to Jesus Christ or a call to come to repentance or a call to, 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 to get saved. I can't recall it. I mean, if anybody out there listening to this show that can, can recall it, I can't recall it. When, when, when the last mm-hmm. time Jim Baker actually told somebody, you need to be saved to go to heaven. So I, I, I'm just being honest with you. So to answer the, to answer, to answer the question, I mean, you know, I, I'm going on blabbing my mouth, but, but, but hey, um, the, world, we, we, the church is becoming like the world, and, and they, they've been doing that for a while. It has been happening yesterday. So there's two there's two verses that stick out to me after hearing that. One is pride cometh before the fall, and whoever loves the world has an enmity with God. Yeah, amen. Amen. And I feel like that's what that's where we're at right now. Is people yeah. like you, the preachers like you said, they wanna they wanna be they wanna be preaching sensitive. They don't want to actually preach yeah. the word of God. They only want to preach the love of God without the actual yeah. conditions of God. Yeah, and because of this, I mean, it, they have that. Even the that even the world knows. Check this out, bro. Even the world knows when the hypocrites are. Hypocrites. Romans six twenty three says, "For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord." You're listening to the Prosperity on Box Talk Radio. Now. Be prepared to re-enter the zone where only watchmen dare go and only the fearless do venture. Now from the lands of the Pacific Northwest in FEMA Region 6, where we warn about your future and the rapture of the church of the concentration camps of the enemy, your host once again, Phil Armstrong. Welcome back to the zone, the prophecy zone. This next announcement is serious news, and you won't hear it in the mainstream media. We are living in an age full of catastrophic events, and it's getting worse. But before we go on, remember this website. 
highgrounds.us. In the past two decades, natural disasters have increased by 800% within the U.S. alone. Cataclysms like Hurricane Katrina killed and displaced thousands because they were not prepared. And the 2008 economic collapse could happen again, but be much, much worse. So type this into your web browser, highgrounds.us. Highgrounds.us is your complete source for family survival necessities. You'll find food and water with a shelf life of 25 to 30 years, plus tents, portable containers, light, heat, first aid, and much more. Go to our website, highgrounds.us, or call 1-888-202-9094. Place your order now and be prepared. That's H-I-G-H, highgrounds.us. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Highgrounds.us. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcternan.name. Staples. Hi, Staples guy. I have to get my kids ready for back to school. Staples has tons of deals, like one subject notebooks for just 25 cents, so they'll be 110% ready. Wait a minute. That's 10% more ready than 100% ready. That's right. Yeah, I was a math major. I could tell. Make low prices happen. Make 110% ready happen. Staples, make more happen. Right now, Staples 16 gigabyte flash drives are just $5.99. Offer valid while supplies last. Limit five per customer ends 8 15 15. Blog Talk Radio.
All right, all right. How's it going, Phil? What's up, man? All right. With that being said, let's, uh, I'll edit out all this other stuff at the end. So, okay. So it's, it's, it seems a lot more streamlined. Sounds good? All right. All right. Um, so, yeah, I guess to jump back into it, the last thing that we talked about were, or the last thing I remember talking about were the two scriptures that stuck out to me. Um, pride coming before the fall, and whoever still loves me has an enemy or an enmity with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thing I want to uh, just go ahead and add to what you were saying was uh, that yeah, um, if you ask uh, an American on the street uh, questions um, pertaining to uh, American history, a lot of people can answer those questions. Um, but um, that, that means a lot to American history. A lot of the young kids can't answer the questions, rather. But um, for a, a legal immigrant to become a citizen, a legal citizen, they have to answer uh, very hard questions. So um, Americans have uh, a pride syndrome where they live off the victories of their grandpa. And what I mean by that is you have these young kids that I work with from, you know, 12 years old to 18-year-olds who, you know, they're smart kids, you know, given that, even though they use drugs, they're smart kids. But if you if you really dig down into why they love, you know, why they think America is unbeatable, it's just because, you know, they haven't seen us lose a major war. And um, ever since, uh, you know, Roe versus Wade, or and even ever since prayer took them out of schools, we haven't won a war since. And as people say, well, we beat the Iraqi war, we also lost 4,000 um, people who, by the way, 19 hijackers, and some of them still alive, who's supposed to have hit the uh, World Trade Center. Some some of those cats still walking around in Iraq, so um, mm-hmm. or in in, in um, Saudi Arabia. So um, Roosevelt said, "Nothing in politics happened by accident. If it happened, it was planned that way." And and, and Sandy Hook and all of these other things. When people start, you know, crying and singing, "We are the world," and making these songs, which you know, I, I, my heart goes out to anybody who dies, but let's let's examine the stuff before, you know, examine what CNN is telling you, examine what Fox is telling you, examine what these these uh, organizations are telling you, because the media itself is owned by corporations, a couple of men who own these media shops, who yep. even the CIA, corporations. yeah, even the CIA is sitting there inside of the, the the the, the uh, you know studio telling people what to say. You yeah, know they write so, their scripts. Yeah, they got scripts that they're, they're following. So when you have alternative news or even a, a media like your ministry and mine, you know, and and Alex Jones and you know all these other guys and especially Christian ministries who are telling the truth, you know, even Facebook. I don't I don't. To me, Facebook babbles me. It really perplexes me because uh, if the owner of Facebook was, was so much in bed with the government, they would have been, you know, they, they would find ways to shut us down. And I think 
with the stuff that we're saying is a benefit to the the, the society itself. I mean, to, to I'm sorry, this, to these men who run the society itself, or or the you know the men who really run the world. And see, people think freedom of speech is a danger to these guys. Sometimes freedom of speech is is a tool for these guys because what they're trying to totally start is anarchy. They're trying to start anarchy where uh, the president of the United States is nowhere to be found, but a a secondary government takes over. That's how bad mm-hmm. it's going to get. And um, you know, I'm, I'm beyond. I'm beyond. I'm beyond front with you. You know, I you know I was to me I you know on New Year's Eve, you know I was sitting here looking at the next coming year, and um, I was saying to myself, man, this is gonna be a it's gonna be a, a harsh year. I mean, even towards the oh, end. Yeah. And and I've been studying Bible prophecy for twenty one you know twenty one years, so you know this is this is like this is like my my ultimate show. You know, I'm 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 I've been you know American Idol, and, and this is like my ultimate you know the grand finale for me because I've been this studying this for a while. This is where it all makes sense. Yeah, this is where it all ends. And see, we have an organization called the Bilderbergers, who people are asking the question: How does all these influential people in the business industry and you know and and music and 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 um construction and and manufacturing and 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 um wall street how does all these guys come together in a meeting where the whole world doesn't know about them because when you when you hear about g7 and you hear about um you know um nato meeting you you hear about those meetings, but when you hear about the Bilderbergers, which technically they derived the name from a hotel that they when they first met, um, and these guys set policy. And and when 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 someone goes in there like Hillary, you know Hillary Clinton, or Barack Obama, or even Bill Clinton and and George Bush, they come out president. You know you you can't make this stuff up. So well, these guys, they're, power. yeah, exactly. Well, these guys came out the last time because the last year I looked at the list and it was just really small, and it was basically Iran. It was the you know the the mark you know the the, the economy you know different countries. Just a few. This is like a list of about four things. This time there was a list of about ten things, and a lot yeah. of the stuff. A lot of the stuff while you look at it, it strings Bible prophecy all over the place. For instance, Syria, Russia. I mean, why would Russia be on their list? And if you look at Russia, if you look at it, and I know I'm going off the, the, the schedule, but when you look at Russia, Vladimir Putin is fitting uh, into a position where he looks like Ezekiel 38, 39's leader. Um, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact, um, they're sitting right off the Gulf of Mexico with a legion of ships. And they're ready to come in to defend Texas. Now, I don't know if your listeners are familiar with uh, J. Ham 15. J. Ham oh, 15. Yeah, J. Ham 15. Initially, I was listening to a kid yesterday, and this kid, I, I wish I would have got the name of this kid, but he was talking about how he got out the Army because of the stuff that they're asking the military to do. Well, anyway, he was saying that um, that uh, they were going to go house to house and pulling the people's guns. Away. And we already knew that, but the thing is to have somebody in the military to actually come and tell you that, which is a good thing, especially if they're higher, higher ranking. 
And so, for him to defect um, like that and divulge that kind of information, that just shows you what yeah. they have coming down the pipeline is, is not yeah. something that people are really going to want to be a part of. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. don't really understand, but there's already there's already Russian and Asian and pretty much more foreign troops here on our soil. They've been training exactly. with our troops, with our National Guard, and with, with our military to mm -hmm. basically fit in, to, to not stand out to, to whatever the time is right. Pretty uh -huh. much start what they're going to do. Start taking the guns. Start taking people yep. to camp. They already have. Yeah. Uh, I think it is Russian soldiers operating crematoriums. They're they're already here. They're just waiting for that that signal flare for whenever things yep. do pop off. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're waiting for. And and um, you know, for me, I've been, like I said, I've been studying this thing for a while. And uh, the Bible talks about in Hebrews, darn it. 829 or something like that, it says um, that we will be able to see the day approaching of Christ's return. We will be able to see it coming. And, um, you know, I, I've never seen a time where, because i got six foot friends. i got a few friends. You know, a lot of these people from back home, kind of Michigan, but i got a lot of friends. And, um, the true, the ones I call true Christians are sounding the alarm on the same page. And as a matter mm -hmm. of fact, you know, kind of changing the subject, we have economists up the yin yang. I'm telling you, big time economists, big time guys who have already, already, I can say prophesied nearly, but already predicted that this fall we'll see a, the greatest stock market collapse in human history. Now, when you get um, these men who are great stature saying these things. Um, it, it makes you take note. It makes you, uh, you know, think about it. When you see Ron Paul and, you know, Gerald Salente and, and, I mean, you see a lot of these guys saying that, you know, even Lizzie Williams, if anybody familiar with Lizzie Williams, he was a um, chaplain for um, a ship uh, that was, uh, I, guess, I guess they were, they were doing oil ship. They were doing oil, and he was able to actually chaplain. Well, anyway, he met these two men who uh, were insiders of the globalist government, and they would mm -hmm. always tell him things that were going to happen. So he's been doing this for a while. I've been listening to him on Alex Jones' show and the Coffee Club for a while. Anyway, he was saying, because he wasn't saying this earlier, he's just like, when I find something, when they give me some information, I'll come back and tell you. So he finally came back to photos around May or something like that, and they were saying a complete crash and an economic collapse in September of this year. And that goes along with about how many, I don't know how many guys um, on YouTube, I mean, some of these men, um, I mean, Paul Schaefer, I mean, all these guys, Mark Furman, um, these guys are got a good history, got a good record of, of predicting the market collapses. And and here to go also with um, Jonathan Kahn, who is a you know a, a pastor, a preacher, whatever you want to call him. Um, he he caught on to the Harbingers, of course, but he also caught on to a thing called the Smeeter. Now, Daniel chapter sure. nine, it talks it talks about weeks, like we have decades. In, in our in in our culture, in the West we have decades. Well, Israel in Israel they have weeks. Now in okay. um, Le Leviticus twenty three and Leviticus through, through twenty five, there is a thing called the weeks. Now we know 
when you look at the word of God and you see when Joseph was uh, sold into slavery by his brothers and he became second in charge in Egypt, well, he was, he's a, you know, they asked him to help save the, you know, the, the, the country. So what he did was in the good year of plenty of seven years, uh, he stored up food for Egypt. And then and, and, and seven years later, of course, he had a dream of the you know, sickly cows and healthy cows. Well, anyway, uh, he ended up saving saving Egypt because he followed these seven-year cycles. Well, in Daniel chapter 9, it talks about 70 weeks are determined upon your people. Um, and in these 70 weeks, it had a list of stuff that God was going to do after these 70 weeks dealing with Israel. And, um, mm-hmm. and it came all the way up to the Messiah being cut off, which is after 62 weeks. So seven times 62, the Messiah be cut off. So um, what happened was... Um, the cycle continues to go on through history. So, you know, in um, Peter, it talks about a day to the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. So, um, and Hosea talks about after two days, he will revive us from the Jewish people after the third, on the third day, he raises up in his fight. So the, the age of grace where Jesus um, formed the church in an act lasted for 2,000 years. So the total of six thousand years. So, what happened is, and and in Israel took back Jerusalem in nineteen sixty-seven. Um, the sixty-two weeks, there were still seven weeks plus one. Mm-hmm. So, where do you put the seven weeks? Because remember, he said the Messiah was cut off for sixty-two weeks, but it never said the seven. So, I hope I ain't missing anybody else. But real quickly, there's a seven-year cycle that continues. So, we know what happened in nineteen. Uh, 1967, Israel took back Jerusalem. So at 49 years to that, uh, you get um, Yom Kippur of, of 2015. Now, uh, Sir Isaac Newton was a very brilliant man, and he came up with the concept of um, of, uh, of adding the 49 years when Israel would take back Jerusalem, which is right now. So that's the reason why you see the things coming. And then you see um, the blood moon which we have four blood moons, um, each on Passover and um, well, Sukkot and, and um, Passover. Um, and, and go figure, we, we've had things happen, lots of things happen in, in, the, in the last couple of months. So, so would you say, our, I'm sorry, go ahead. So would you say that, that the September time, of this year that's coming, or the Shemitah, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to have the stock market crashing, uh, not really crashing, but the stock market becoming violent, um, earthquakes, manifestation of Ebola, and, and essentially like plagues and, and, and judgment things happening here in America. Is that, that's, is that what you're saying? Well, you know, at first I tried to see going onward, and I, and the reason why I did that because, you know, uh, I wanted to figure out how I'm going to do my money so we can, me and my wife can get a house. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I went through a midlife crisis, and we don't go through midlife crisis no more anymore. People go through crisis at 24 years old and 34 years old. So there's no such thing as midlife crisis. got one-quarter crisis, you know, three-fourths crisis. You know, people go through different crises now than they used to, you know. But midlife crisis was important because God was showing me things 
not that necessarily what I didn't have, but what I didn't have in Christ. So mm-hmm. what God started showing me by myself, this is how this is why I believe this stuff by myself. I was the first last last November wasn't nobody talking about well, people were talking about blood moves, people had their radio shows, stuff like that, but I'm saying in general nobody was together in unity when nobody really talked. So God was taking me through the shed. And I I've had things happen in my family where you know, yeah, I knew it was God putting me in the spot where he's testing me. But anyway, to make a long story short, um, I'm seeing things that I saw by myself, rather. Like, for instance, there's a lot of hoopla going on in 2011 that, you know, Jesus was coming back. But I, for some reason, God had told me this stuff that July of 2011 that that's, this is not the time. And then he was like, look at the blood moons coming up, the four tetras. Look at those first. And... The only person I got that from was Mark Blitz, who came on my show, and he wrote a book about the blood moons. Of course, he's white nation. Why now? So mm-hmm. I started looking at the tetras, which are four, you know, consecutive blood moons, and then I also looked at the um, solar eclipse that fell on Rosh Hashanah, and the one who asked, and there's another eclipse that fell sometime in April in the middle of all the other eclipses. So, and then I also looked at the star of um, the star of Bethlehem that just popped up after 2,000 years. So, and then J-Helm, 15, what we talked about earlier. And then in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the China stock market collapsing and, and different things happening where you cannot say that, you know, well, we, we you know, nothing's going to happen. You guys are wacko. You can't deny the science. Oh, God. You, yeah. God put you can, you can look all around and you can't deny it. Yeah. You can't deny it. So the thing I tell people right now is to get ready and get search your soul. Make sure you're not assuming that you're ready to go. Because I, I talked to some co- coworkers, and these guys, they cuss out of their side of their mouth. And then two minutes later, saying, well, what do you think we're going to go in the rapture? We ain't going nowhere. And I'm not, I'm not being mean or nothing, but if, you're, if, that's, if your lifestyle is like everybody else, you're not going. And people say, well, everybody's going. Well, Laodicean church, and spoken of in Revelation chapter 3, Laodicean, he God said, I wish I could, I mean, I, I will that I'll spit you out of my mouth. Now, if if that's a person who's not going to the rapture, I don't know who he is going. I mean, in other words, he said, I wish you were hot or cold, because at least if you're cold, you would understand. Because, see, see, here's the deal. The people of the world know a phony Christian quicker than the people in the church. Because the people in the church is going to say, well, the grace is God's grace. Who is judge not lest they be judged? No, you can't judge nobody. But they fail to read the rest of chapter 7. And and the Bible talks about judge not lest they be judged. And it says down a little bit below, it says make sure you get the plank out of your eye first before you get back out of somebody else's eye, which is still a plank. But the Bible mm-hmm. is just trying to make a point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still a plank. It's just trying to make a point. That makes sure if you you can see you see your own faults before you go and tell somebody else their own their faults. It's like when which, you point which, a finger, you know you got three pointing right back at three you. Three pointing back at you, yeah. So you have to live a life that's pleasing to God because if you have faith that the power that God, the same power that He used to, to raise the sea, the Red Sea, so the Israelites can pass by, the same power that He used to defeat armies as as Caleb and or whoever that was that held uh, Moses' arms up until 
that has victory. The same power that, that he used to, to raise the dead is the same power that were free of men from alcoholism and pornography and all these other things. So those are some stuff that I, I wanted to get off my chest because we, we are like weeks away and it doesn't matter, um, you know, because it, it, here's the deal. If the, if the tribulation period does not start this year, then it would have to wait another seven years. And at the rate exactly. it's going now, I doubt if it waits another seven years. So let's go back before um, 1967. Let's go to 1917 where General Allenby um, got the, the state of Israel back from the British. Um, actually, the British said, okay, we're going to give it to you guys, but we're going to wait for a while so y'all can get more civilized. And that's exactly what happened. And so in 1948, actually in 1949, see, people say, well, the blood moon came in 4950. Well, it's actually a, a, a street sign saying you're leaving the street. Because on my street, the street sign, when I, as I leave, the street sign's there. It's not in the middle of the street. So what God is trying to say sure. is here's a thing, you know, it already happened. So, but so see, in 1967, God is saying it's happening now. But God wasn't God wasn't summoning Israel to to protect them from not going to war or from or because they had the six day war. He wasn't doing that. See, the signs are for and believe it or not, people are gonna look at me crazy when I say this, but the signs are for the hundred and forty four thousand Jews and the two witnesses plus the you know, whoever else. It's to say that these are markers you know, this is a time that I've already prophesied, and you guys are going to go through seven years tribulation, and that was what I was trying to tell y'all earlier. It wasn't like you guys are going to change your mind. It was just a, it's just a marker to show the people that were going, like, for instance, us. We're looking at these markers because in Luke 21 it says, and I should send signs, I send signs in the sun, moon, and the stars. And then um, Genesis chapter 1, I think 14, talks about, I should put stars in the, the sun and the moon and the stars there for for the tells the seasons and the, for signals. So he put the sun, the moon, and the stars there for signals. Matter of fact, on August 11th through the 14th, there's going to be, in, in, I guess, all across the United States, all across the world, meteor showers. And these are meteor showers, and they're not threatening. They're not threatening, but they're meteor showers, to say the least, and they're going to last four days. And and also this is I don't know if this is true a uh, whole true you're gonna have to do your own research, but but I'm gonna check it out with NASA. But on the 27th of August, it's supposed to be the moon in the sky plus Mars, where Mars is always gonna be moon. the same size. Yeah, it's gonna be a double star. So even if those aren't the blood moons and stuff like that, God is still sending stuff up in the sky as signals. That something's about to happen. I'm, now, I can't take that for sure. Those are the signals, but it's something I'm going to be looking for to watch. I'm going to just watch it for my own enjoyment. But the blood moons, I saw the blood moons myself, and I also saw the Star of David, which was awesome. So I wanted to get that stuff in there because uh, when somebody watched, you know, listened to the radio program, they, they, they get, get a grasp of why so many Christians believe that Jesus Christ is going to make an intervention back in history. And I am a pre-trip person because 
for to say your the post. I nothing against posts, nothing against mad people, but um, I wish that one person would come up to me that are those two views and say, "Well, I wish it was free. I hope it is." I've never had anybody. I've never even heard a secondary, a third, or fourth conversation where I'm not even in it, and somebody says, "Well, I hope you guys are right." Well, I, I would be, if I was post trip, if I was post trip, I'd be hoping the three chips go right. I wouldn't want to go through. There's no glory in going through the tribulation period. There's nothing there. Matter of fact, there's only going to be. You know, the Georgia Capstone say they will sustain 500 million people. I don't yes, want to go through that. Well, the population. Yeah, population control. They always trying to kill me. I spoke earlier about aspartame. Come on, man. <laughs> they trying to kill you on the surface. I mean, even the medication. They're trying to kill you. It's a full process of assault, a unilateral assault. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that they... Can I get a question from you real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, um, speaking of September and the Shemitah and all these other things that are going to happen, um, two things that are are standing out to me as far as September that's kind of weird is Jade Helm ends right around September 15th or September 10th, I want to say. And then the yeah. Pope is coming to host a session of Congress on the twenty fifth or the twenty third. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't. That that stands out to me because it doesn't make sense. I feel like that's the one world religion trying to make trying to make its way into the scene. That's the Pope trying to combine religion and state to give us that one world religion for the new world order. What do you What do you think about that? Well, the the Pope himself, he's into UFOs. He's liking these UFOs, mm-hmm. man. They got, they even got some in Arizona, where they own the property, I guess, and they're 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 like looking for extraterrestrial. And the Pope is really high on this. As a matter of fact, the uh, Vatican and I was please please forgive my ignorance, because I have to do more research in this. But I, from what I know, uh, the Vatican is really looking for a. Um, a communication with the extraterrestrials. Now, when you read Daniel chapter 2, it's kind of strange at the end of the chapter talking about that in the, it talks almost as if it's a repeat, a repeat of Genesis chapter 6 where the fallen angels come down to cohabitate with the women and create these giants. Now, I know some people are going to say, you know, I know one of the sisters that was the radio host. She's like really anti Nephilims and stuff like that. Well, let's not say Nephilims then. Let's just say fallen demons opposing us, opposing mm-hmm. the alien. Now, the, um, the rapture of the church, I don't care how, if you pre-trib, then you can, you can listen up for me. You can listen up. I'm talking to your audience if you pre-trib. Even if you mid-trib, you can listen up. Um, if you have graveyards, you know, you going past the graveyard in the whole in the graveyard. You know, the grave, you know, tons of graves are blowing up, and and you got babies missing all over the world, car accidents, and then you have the government already prepared for this because remember, Satan's walking around in the government, and he's telling them mm-hmm. already to be to be prepared. So they they send these flying UFOs up, which they they either. Because you look at the pyramid, okay. I'm okay. thinking for me, this is my this is my opinion. The, the demons, the demons 
orchestrated how to build those pyramids, even if men did build them. I mean, or they just build them themselves. Maybe they're billions of demons. I don't know. But if a demon can build a spaceship for you and say, okay, drive it up there and act like the Christians went into the ships and we're going to take off or whatever, I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I know that these demons are inter and cooperating with the government right now, and they probably don't. They probably, you know, working with. And they probably be in your school systems. I don't know. They they might be living in your neighborhood. But these people are acting as humans, and, and I mean, in, in the Bible, yeah, the Bible tells you that. I mean, it tells you they're cooperating with men, and that and, and, say, and, and that's that's why. Um, now, what it can be also is it can be these demons posing as our friends, and they are going against another set of, because uh, remember, they just found a new earth. It could be they're posing as our friends against another world out there, and then that's why the Antichrist says, okay, let's build a global government mm -hmm. um, where we can fight against the outside forces because our friends are going to help us out. Now, here's the catch. Our government might already know that these are demons. And it's and still cohabiting to talk with them. Yeah, and still, and still be okay with it. Okay, you, you got demons, you got to admit that you're demons. Okay, we'll we deal with it. We, we, we worship Lucifer anyway. Remember behind the dollar bill, you know, uh, this is the satanic eye, Austin eye. I mean, they already worship Lucifer anyway. I mean, they mm -hmm. got the power from Lucifer. If you if you read like the Lucifer's Trust and all of these other people, and you and you read, um, you know, Alistair Beck, you know, Alistair whatever the heck his name is, or, or you know, um, you know, all these people back in the in the day when they wrote these books about, you know, you got Adolf Hitler following some lady, you know, all of these. I mean, these cultic people. You know, and yeah, you got you got you got people, modern day people, following these cultic people who wrote books back in the day about you know cultism and and being possessed by the devil. I mean, how do you get um, what's the guy named who uh, who prophesied that there'll be three world wars? Uh, I forgot his name, but anyway, uh, a lot of these guys. Who? Was it Nostradamus? No, 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 no. Um, I forgot his name. He 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 was um yeah, I I'll think about it in a minute. But anyway, he he was um uh back in the seventeen hundreds and he prophesied it'd be three world wars and I'll have to think about it. So maybe some of your listeners will know who I'm talking about. But anyway, I haven't talked about it so long I can't remember. But anyway, to make a long story short. You know, these guys listen to the, their masters in, 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 the, in the spiritual realm. And, yeah, that's why um, President Reagan's wife, when, every time he would get reelected, they would go to a special spot and, and, and they would hold up their hands and, and they would chant to the devil, you know, or whatever, because they, that's what they worship Lucifer. Yeah, they worship Lucifer, yes. you know. But anyway. Ah, well, so that is definitely something I, I want to get into with you is fallen angels and all the other things that we have going on inside of our satanic government. I mean, for God's sake, the Pentagon is the inside part of the Pentagram. That that just shows you what we're dealing with. 
Yep. But we gotta we gotta cut this episode short and definitely have we're we're definitely gonna have to have a few more episodes, that's for sure, brother. Amen. But Amen. uh well, when you get when you get the when you get the link, can you send it to me? I most certainly will. Um, did you wanna give a shout out to any anybody or if you have any projects or books that you're working on? Uh yeah, actually yeah. Um I went to a um, book writing uh, fair a while back at my church, and a lady named Teresa Marcellet, she, matter of fact, she wrote, wrote her own books, and she was on TBN, and she prayed over me and said I would help a lot of people. I will probably be putting out a book in a couple of weeks, emergency book. It'll probably be online where it's not actually a book, but a download. And um, just covering all, all the things that have already been covered by um, – you know, uh, Mark Blitz and, and Jonathan Kahn and some of these other guys. And uh, just going after that, but mostly going after people who um, might miss the rapture because, um, you know, they wasn't walking with God. But uh, my main issue right now is just to talk to people about how to be saved. Um, Jesus Christ came to die on the cross for our, our sins, uh, not just our, you know, sins as a nature, as a human, because we, our nature, our blood has sin in it, but mm-hmm. for, to save us from the actions of sin, to give us power that we can live our life uh, according to his will. Um, when David, uh, when, excuse me, when Peter would ask Jesus to come out of the ship, of the boat, and walk on the water, he looked at Jesus, and he focused on Jesus. And when the storm came and when the wind started to blow, he started to take his eyes off Jesus and put it on the wind. Um, Jesus is the only way to heaven. And when we when we abide in Christ, the Bible says, Jesus says, abide in me. To abide in something means to, if you go in the bathroom and shut the door, you're in the bathroom. You're not in the living room. So when uh-huh. Jesus says, abide in me, that means to abide in him with affection of your heart. That means in, in Colossians chapter 3, it's to set your affections on things above, not on things below. So our, we, we, we have to love Jesus. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We have to make him our everything, or else we're not going to heaven. And that's why he says strive to enter in through the narrow gate. We have to, our life has to be about Jesus. I mean, I can talk about anything. You can come up to me and talk about the Lions, Detroit Lions, that's unless my team. You can talk about going to Hawaii for a trip. You can talk about buying a new house. I can talk about all that stuff. But I'm eventually get you back to to what my purpose is in life, and that's Jesus Christ. So Jesus. We'll, we'll, yeah, Amen. So what we do is we ask Jesus Christ to um, come into our heart and take over our lives. I mean, people and people don't want to hear that because we want to be the commander of our own ship. And trust me, it's a much exactly. better life than waking up, uh, you know, smelling like Corona and smelling like weed. I mean, you, you put Jesus first in your life, and I'm not I'm not promising that everything is going to go well. But, yeah, but yep. sometimes, sometimes trials and tribulations for the, the purpose of sharing God's word and sharing God's testimony is an awesome thing, even if you do go through things. So with the, that being you said, know, yeah, amen. With, with that being said, would you want to lead us out in prayer? Yes, I will. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time together in this brother in fellowship. And, and we just praise you and we thank you, God. We pray that your word will go forth among the nations, God. We pray that people will get saved from this broadcast. We pray that me and the brother will get together again and, and continue to, to share your word together and because when two or three are gathered in my name there you are in the next God. We just praise you so much. I pray for his ministry that it will continue to grow extendedly and I pray for my mission and my ministry also, God, that you would continue to bring clarity to the word of God and and, and just give us vision to see and 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 help us to go in front of people that they have ears to hear and eyes to see. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You have a good Thank one, you, brother. Brother. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. We'll talk again, man. You have a good one, brother. Hey, man. You too. Bye. All right. There you guys have it. Uh, so Armstrong of the Prophecy Zone. I don't think an episode could have gone any smoother. I definitely feel a lot lighter by having him on, and it feels great just having someone on to talk about other things. I hope you guys have a well afternoon or a well evening, whichever time you guys decide to listen to this. And may God be with you. Take it easy. This is Moser. Out. All right. That was a good show. Uh, I feel like we had a good time. We need to uh, team up and do more things together. Uh, but anyway, uh, I just got a a nice little report from Brother uh, Jeffrey Grinder on uh, uh, Now the End Begins uh, from the End Begins uh, website, which is a pretty big site. You should go check it out, www.nowtheendbegins.com. And um, he had a, a piece on there, a story about the Empire State Building being lit up with cat, uh, uh, the goddess Kali, which is death and destruction. And that was on August 9th <laughs> for some reason. I don't know of any um, uh, astronomical meaning or astrology meaning to that date. Uh, I don't study that stuff, but if anybody knows what that means, then let me know. But anyway, <clears throat> the Bible talks about us being uh, children of the day rather than children of the night. And it's kind of coincidental because the name Kununi, I mean, sorry, Kununi, well, I mean, Kali means black, time, death, Lord of death. She is therefore called the goddess of time, change, power, destruction. She is known as the black one or the black, the dark one. <clears throat> and um, what the article is saying is, is that they were wondering if uh, the Illuminati is trying to send us a signal. And it's, not, it's never a good signal because they know the majority of the sheep are asleep. The majority of American people, God bless their heart, is asleep. And they're not going to figure it out. But the ones who are in the know, the Illuminati, their group of people, and those are in the know who they can't stand, like veterans and and um, patriots and and people who study the <laughs> conspiracy theories or conspiracies. Uh, 
I don't say theories, I say conspiracies. I mean, they can always be theories, but... And those Christians who are studying Bible prophecy and who are partially, you know, in, into knowing what is actually going on. And we know that the Illuminati sends people signals, and this is one of them. And I wish I can play it on video, can turn it to audio, but we can't. So, but anyway, go to Prophecy Zone, because I'm going to go definitely share this with Prophecy Zone members and check it out. But anyway, um, so we're going to go ahead and go off, but I'm looking forward to doing many more shows in, in the coming weeks because we can be really close to Jesus Christ coming in the future. So um, God bless y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on The Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. God bless y'all. You have a wonderful night.